The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. Live from Low Tree Studios featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Minnie podcast. My name is, in fact, Jason. And my name is, in fact, Mindy. It is. Hello, wife. Coming up, this fact may be humbling. I'll reveal. Plus, I'll share a study that found that people tend to overestimate their romantic partner's intelligence score. I've got a stupid study of the week. Another benefit of coffee, wacky but true news, the benefits of having a wide mouth. And body parts. Oh boy. And body parts men don't think women notice. And Mindy, what are you sharing? I don't even know. Wow. Oh, I think it's uh nine sounds your car shouldn't make in Oh. And, and what they mean. Interesting. Uh, let's, uh, that's cool. Let's find out if uh, any of our cars are making those sounds. Welcome to those, those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, welcome my wife who just had a birthday, Mindy. I did. It was not yesterday. It was Monday. How was your birthday weekend? Hello, friends in the chat. We're all, all of you are saying hi. We appreciate that. Mindy, your birthday passed. It was Monday. How was it for you? It was really good. Uh, we went camping. We did. And uh, it was nice and beautiful on Thursday when we rolled in. And then Friday was raining. It rained a little bit, but we, but we were worried, though, uh, that it was going to rain all day Friday. And it didn't until didn't. later. So it was actually kind of a nice day. Yes. Most of the day was pretty nice. Yeah. 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 It was a little chilly on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, and we rolled out on Monday morning. We did. We kind of relaxed, though, uh, Mindy. <laughs> so n- nowadays in in the U.S., you have to have what's called a federal ID, where previously all you had to have was your driver's license. Now, the federal ID now allows you to travel on air, on an airplane within the United States. It's it's a new requirement, and you know they 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 threw it out there. We were supposed to have had our federal IDs. Last year. Yeah. But COVID hit and they extended it. Well, Mindy's doesn't matter for Mindy because she had her license expired on my birthday, her birthday Monday. Well, she procrastinated on this. <laughs> uh, and, and, and by the way, you have to show a lot of stuff to get this ID. So if you've had name changes, which Mindy has had and most married women have, right? You've got to have all this proof and all this different stuff. Even, even me, I have to have quite a few things that I bring. You have to have your birth certificate. Yeah, all of that stuff. So, um, so we were going to leave really early, and Mindy was going to go to the DMV on her birthday to get. And we just decided, you know what, you can go a week on an expired license and do it on <laughs> yeah. Friday on your day off. So it's because we figured it's never fun. Like you're you're hanging out the night before. You, you know, usually the last night when camping. Mm-hmm. Typically, what I've noticed is we don't really stay up as late the last night. But we stayed up to about 10 or something like that. And uh, we wanted to relax in the morning, take our time. I didn't want to just leave really early. Yeah. I mean, using a tra- having a travel trailer when you're camping, uh, it is a little easier to leave quickly. But um, anyway, we, we it was nice. We were able to relax, take our time coming home. Yeah, but I will be standing in line on Friday. Yes, she will. Early in the morning. Yeah, I got to get up early. The damn place, I think, opens what? At like 
eight maybe. And I got to probably be there at six. Yeah, I need to do that too. I don't know if I need to do it by the time we fly though. I don't know if I need to do it. I think that it got extended all the way out to like October this well, year. You better so find out. I, I will find out. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, I had a good weekend. I'm glad you did. Uh, you got some nice gifts. I was pretty nice spoiled. Gifts. I got lots of really nice gifts. You did. Yes. You did. So, well, any, anyways, let's get into our show. Let's do uh, it. It's nice to see everybody here on a Wednesday. For some of you, I know it is uh, Tuesday. Is think, it Tuesday? I think the dog farted. Oh, no. We have dogs in our room. We have, we have two pit bulls and they're chilling. They were great this weekend, by the way. They were fun to hang out with. I missed them. You know, we got to go back to work. And it's like, uh, I miss them. Yeah. All right. Well, here's something. Here's a fact that should remind us to stay humble. See if you actually believe this, though, because I'm not sure. And okay. I don't know how you prove it. There are probably 2 billion Earth-like planets in our galaxy. 2 billion. Uh, researchers say they focus their maths on Earth-sized planets within the habitable zones of their stars, that is, orbits where liquid water can exist on the surfaces of those worlds. We live in a solar system that is a one that is in one of the arms of the large spiral galaxy called the Milky Way. The sun and its planets, include Earth, lie in this quiet part of the galaxy about halfway out of the center. So they're saying there's more of this mm. everywhere. Can you imagine if that's true? It would be interesting. And, and do you think they have Instagram and Twitter and, you know, I mean, or, or there are some of those earths, like they're still dinosaurs or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be interesting to know. It's crazy, right? <laughs> like what actually lives there. I, 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 I think some people look up at the stars and really don't think anything, but how could you not? We're part of this huge vastness, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And yet we're worried about, you know, being on time well, we, for work. We always think we're the... The only ones. Yeah. We're worried about. Which is possible. Instagram followers and being on time for work. <sighs> anyway, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> A study found that people tend to overestimate their romantic partner's intelligence score. <clears throat> Research consistently shows that people tend to hold inflated opinions of themselves, rated themselves as smarter than they actually are. Some evidence suggested that people are similarly biased towards their romantic partners, but little research has explored whether people overestimate their partner's intelligence. In the recent study, participants overestimated their own intelligence to a significant degree, Mindy. This positive bias was also shown in how people rated their partner's IQ. And the effect was even larger. Women overestimated their partner's IQ by about 38 points, and men overestimated their partner's score by around 36 points. I think you overestimate my IQ. Over or under? Under. I don't. Over. I don't either. I don't do any of them. I don't even think about IQ. <laughs> I don't think about that exactly at all. Exactly my point. I think you're very smart. <laughs> uh, Serena said two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe or we are not. Both are equally terrifying. That is a that is a really good point. And I think she's quoting Arthur C. Clarke. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then Wayne says, "If we're not, where is everyone?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you well, know, we won't see him. Well, people say they see things. We don't know what they are. What do you mean, like UFOs and stuff? Yeah. In in the sky, nobody knows what what it is. If if it is anything at all. 
Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's uh, you know other. Maybe it's another form of life. Yeah, other inhabitants somewhere on some other Earth that are like, we screwed this one up. Let's make spaceships and find another one, kind of like we're trying to do. <laughs> right. Another place to live. <laughs> exactly. Right? <sighs> All right. Stupid study of the week: people who don't exercise on a regular basis and then have episodes of intense exercise or even sex are more likely to experience a heart attack or die suddenly. Oh, I thought you were going to say pull a hammy. (laughs) (laughs) No, heart attack or die suddenly than those who are more active. So if you're more active, Mm -hmm. you're not going to keel over from, you know, getting your junk stroked from having an orgasm or something. I was going to say, why does it have to be junk? You have junk and it can be stroked. (laughs) I don't consider mine junk. (laughs) Well, it's just a nice radio way of saying parts, private parts. Yeah, well, I agree. I I totally agree on that. I mean, you have this great freaking orgasm and then all of a sudden you croak because you're not in shape. Yeah, you got to work out. Uh, So everybody knows, well, some of you who are new to the the podcast don't, but uh, most people who have been listening a while know that uh, I've struggled with my golf game uh, and it being really non-existent, truthfully. So I, we bought this net in the backyard and I've been practicing. Uh, I, I practiced and then went golfing and had such a bad time that I took about a week and didn't practice. And then I picked it back up again. And I felt like I found a, a solid stroke. Right? I was like, oh, this is, I've got consistency. Mm-hmm. So we were going to go golfing, camping, and yeah. I, we didn't. It was just not enough time. If I had one more day, I would have went, probably. Um, so, But there was a park across the street. So I was like, hey, hey, David, come out and just take, bring a couple clubs, and we'll just do some chipping, you know, on the grass. A club that doesn't require a lot of, you know, won't, you won't shoot it really, really far. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he, he, Wayne said solid stroke. When I said it, I knew that if somebody like Wayne or Dave was in the room, mm-hmm. Uh, there'd be something, you know, but I just went with it. So anyway, the park was big enough and we were able to, uh, you know, hit some balls. And what I know, what I noticed previous to, yes, to, to the weekend was that I, I'm hitting way better, way better. Most of my balls are in the air. Um, and whereas before they weren't. So I'm happy. Well, that's good. I'm happy about that. Yeah. I just thought I'd share. Antonio's in the chat. He says, yo, yo. <laughs> Scientists have shown that caffeine uh, ingested half an hour before aerobic exercise significantly increases the rate of fat burning. They also found that if the exercise is performed in the afternoon, the effects of the caffeine are more marked than in the morning. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of believe that. Caf- caffeine gets you going. Does it makes me anxious in the morning though? I realize. It does. I almost want to just not drink it until I get to work because I feel like if I do it before, I'm I'm anxious in the morning and I don't really like that feeling. It's not as much I'm not enjoying it. I drink mine on the way just a little bit and then I enjoy it at my desk. Yeah, I think I might switch to that. Start yeah. drinking it when I get to my it's desk. It's very enjoying when you're sitting at your desk. Yeah, then it'll give me something to look forward to. Like, oh, I get to drink my coffee when I sit down. Exactly. You got it. Because other than that, what is there to look forward to? <laughs> Just kidding. It's work. Um, all right. <clears throat> Let's get into this. Mm-hmm. 
realize we're recording the uh, Fine Tunings podcast tomorrow. Mm-hmm. A couple things. Uh, I'm supposed to watch a movie before then. I haven't watched it. Mm, well, we can watch it tonight. It's a DVD play. A DVD. I don't have a DVD player that works out there. Oh, you don't? We don't. Oh, well, how have, how have you been watching it? Uh, remember the one, other one that I, the thing? Uh-huh. I, I had to rent it. Oh. Yeah. I didn't tell Nick that, though. Well, you better tell him because you can't be renting every week. <laughs> I'm going to. It's doesn't be, it's doesn't be, your, it's your be, Apple... <laughs> it's because it was a Blu-ray. If it was just a DVD... <laughs> what? what? If it was a DVD, I could have watched it because I can watch it on my computer. But it was a Blu-ray. Oh, I see. So, well, maybe watch. you'll be lucky this time. Anyway, uh, what I realized, though, is that we haven't made any improvements on the show. We haven't made any jingles or any of that shit. So nope. we're going to be... It's going to be dry. Like it was last time. Well, maybe you should get together a little before. I think so. I feel like he should come earlier and we should get together. Yeah. I'll, 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 I mean, I'll chat with him. Who likes dry? Nobody likes dry. Oh, nobody likes dry. Nobody. All right, let's get into Wacky But True. Two guys were busted at an airport trying to smuggle gold and money under their wigs. The suspects were leaving the airport in India when they were apprehended by police who had become suspicious of their bizarre hairstyles. Cops suspicions were confirmed when they discovered that the duo's wonky weaves concealed black packets of gold paste weighing 0.15 pounds. The men had glued pouches of both cash and gold to the tops of their heads. Just two days earlier, three men were arrested at the same airport for attempting to hide gold beneath their hair pieces. How did they not know that that wouldn't set Because they're up. not smart people. Yeah. Uh, wardens at a safari park in China uh, were sent out with guns to capture what appeared to be an escaped lion, only to find out the lion was a wooden cutout and the whole thing was just a training exercise. Mm. Staff at a post office in South Korea called police after discovering that a package was behaving in a mysterious way, as if something inside were alive, Mindy. After some detective work, they managed to confirm the mysterious contents. 300 live, live cockroaches. Gross. The package was meant to be delivered to a man who feeds cockroaches to his pet snakes. Even worse. Yikes. Swedish police said a 70-year-old man was spotted driving 105 miles per hour past several police cars. Police said the man (laughs) who was pulled over in a 55 zone did not have a valid driver's license, Mindy, as it had been revoked due to poor health. The man told authorities he was speeding because he was trying to get to a recreational vehicle dealership before closing time. He was going to go buy another vehicle. A family in the Netherlands says a city inspector was barking up the wrong tree when he handed them a $97 bill for the local dog tags. The family insists it does not have a dog, only a barking doorbell. Uh. It was the second year in a row the family had a run-in with authorities over the doorbell, which uh, plays 15 different barking noises. I'm down with that. I would do that. Mm. I do the barking uh, uh, knock on my door and the dog, dog barks. It's got to be different, though. It's got to be like a yeah. one, one time in a... It's got to be different every time. Because uh-huh. if it's not, then it's like, oh, pff, this is fucking... This is a, bark, this is a barking door. Mm-hmm. This is just a barking door. <laughs> and that's your... It'd be cool if you could record your own dog. 
That would be cool. But I, I can't get him to bark on cue. No, he And only, aggressively he, barky, too, you know? He only does it if someone is actually at the door. So yeah. You have to have somebody. To trick, trickery. Yeah. yeah. Set, up, set up stuff. That's your Wacky with True News. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're going to get yourself some entertainment news. First up, 54-year-old Mike Tyson has announced he will be fighting 58-year-old Evander Holyfield. What? On May 29. No. Despite Holyfield's camp saying negotiations were dead, Tyson said Tuesday, I just want everybody to know the fight is on with me and Holyfield. Holyfield's a humble man. I know that. And he's a man of God, but I'm God's man. Listen, I'm going to be successful May 29. Because he lost to him and then lost to him again and bit his ear off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that actually. Yeah, now, uh, that's you know, a, that would be a top seller. The last there. one was like a boxing and UFC, which was kind of weird. Uh, with Tyson, wasn't it? No, it was only boxing, only boxing. I know, but who did he fight? He fought uh, Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr., I believe. Was it, what? No, wasn't it? What was the thing we watched? With him, it was a pay-per-view, and he fought Roy Jones Jr., I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, I don't I don't remember the whole thing, but it was kind of weird. Well, there was other fights in there that were weird to you that you didn't like. Maybe that was it. Uh, there was a fight with, uh, one, of the, with one of these uh, YouTube stars, and he fought a basketball player, and he beat him up pretty good. But the, the fights weren't great, and like that was when Snoop was performing yes. and all that. Yeah. Yes, now the performance was pretty good. But... Yeah, Snoop was pretty good. All right, I better move on. In other news, collectively as a country, we just went through the longest survivor drought we've ever had since 2001. But the good news is that it's almost over. Mm. Thanks to the pandemic, Survivor was not able to begin filming season 41 on time last year. It was one of the first major productions to announce a shutdown back yeah. on March uh, 11th, 2020. And CBS released a statement with plans to restart production on May uh, 19th, 2020, which obviously didn't happen. Uh, that meant that after the epic Winners at War concluded in May, we suddenly became, uh, wasn't that a great... Uh, it was. The finale got ruined because of COVID, though. Really yeah, did. so good. It couldn't all be in one place. Yeah, so um, anyway, so it was uh, the first time in almost 20 years that we didn't have a new season premiering in the fall, following by the first time in 20 years that we didn't have a new season premiering in the spring. Well, good news. Jeff Prost uh, just announced in, in a new video that production on season 41 is finally underway. He shared Fiji has invited us back to their beautiful country to shoot season 41. Uh, and we all have our COVID protocols in place and everybody will remain safe. And I cannot wait. That's awesome. And that, lastly. Oh, really? Yeah. Lastly? That was the longest well, one Well, we we're talking, Jason. So yeah, but you wouldn't have gotten three in even with talking. That was really long. No. Okay, your music's out. <laughs> Lastly, Kylie Jenner, who has called herself a self-made billionaire, has sparked outrage because she 
asked her fans to donate to a GoFundMe for her injured makeup artist while she apparently gave just $5,000 herself. <laughs> Jenner shared a GoFundMe uh, to pay for an emergency surgery for makeup artist Samuel Ruda, who was involved in a car accident that is going to cost $60,000. Fans were quick to point out that Jenner is almost a billionaire and could have easily funded the GoFundMe herself, considering she reportedly uh, makes $1 million per Instagram post. That is not very much money for her, $60,000. No, no. So I can see I can see why they'd be. Of course. Angry. But then again, you know, it's her choice. It's her money. She's probably like, well, I just don't have the money because I have six houses. I don't know. I got, <laughs> you know. Anyway, Jason, that's your entertainment news. <sighs> Thank you, Mindy. Hey, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to the question yes do you have the card i do do you do you want to know what it says you can read it sure all right the question of the podcast was if you could master one instrument what would it be yeah it, it, it is the question now um, that's a weird one for you because you are a musician mm -hmm. so i'd be interested yeah. in hearing what, okay. what that'd be for what you. would you what do you think my answer would be i think it's gonna be a guitar no Okay. Oh, wait, singing. No. no. Uh, I don't know. Gosh, I don't know. That's it. I thought those two. If would... I could master an instrument, it would be the drums. Mm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> don't look at me that way. I, I get, yeah, I guess. It's I a hard I... instrument to master. I have, I am far from mastering it. Yeah, but. So I much guess, work goes into being a good drummer. Well, a good musician in general, but so much work. If, if I was a master drummer, mm -hmm. I would not be working for anyone else for a living. I would be a drummer for a living. Right. Guaranteed. But I'm not. And it's, you know, it's one of those things. I'm not going to make excuses. If I wanted to be a master drummer, I could have put the work in and become a master drummer. And I did put a lot of work in. Antonio um, is saying drums very hard to master. But I but I also uh you know worked for a living so you know it was it wasn't it wasn't easy. So uh but yeah master I would I would want to master the drums. All right. Uh Antonio says takes obsession. 100% takes obsession. Takes a, but it's more than that. Takes obsession, takes a place to be able you have to pay for a plate. You can't live in an apartment and be a drummer. Mm -mm. You know unless you have all those pads, but even that, you're still making noise that'll annoy the shit out of your neighbors. There's nothing quiet about drums, no matter what. Even if you're playing on a practice pad, it's it's got noise to it, right? I, so, I can't tell you how many times you've played. I, I And we live in a neighborhood where we're kind of spaced apart, but I still hear it Yeah, throughout the neighborhood. And, and, and to be a drummer, you have to have a house. So that means you got to get a job. Yeah. You got to pay for that house. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, it's there's a, it's it's a little bit of a kind of a catch twenty two. That you have to have a house if you want to be a good drummer. You have to have a place to do it. You have to have a house. But you have to have a job that takes you away from actually doing it. Right, which to has have been that your job. Experience. Yes, it has. Uh, Wayne says, "I want to say drums, but I'm actually going to say the trumpet. Played it in school, uh, and I'm always 
a fan on the sounds. I'm actually in the market for one. Just got to find uh, a nice classic silver one Ooh. at a good price. Nice. Mindy, what I is your answer? I have always, and I think it would be sort of hysterical to, to watch this happen, but I always wanted to play the stand-up bass, and I'm really mm. short. Yeah, that would be tough for you. You'd have to play, it would be a cello for you. Maybe, <laughs> but I think it just sounds so cool. They are pretty sweet. And I lo- I just love the sound, and I especially when um, Jesse Vaz and the Velvet Rain, when you guys bring in those types of instruments, mm-hmm. I love watching that. And the other one that I have almost bought several times at the auction is a violin. Mm, yeah. I've, I've, they're, they're pretty I've wanted to learn a violin. They are pretty sounding. Antonius is true. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, Pete Sandoval and Morid Angel used to practice eight hours a day inside of a storage shed during the Florida summers. That's Ooh, dedication, dude. Boy. That is that is that is dedication. Hopefully they were drinking buckets of water. Yes, hopefully. All right, Mandy, let's get into what the social media is saying. Well, first up, Jesse Vaz, speaking of Jesse Vaz and the Velvet Rain, he said, the heartstrings. Mm. (laughs) I said, nice one. That's adorable, Jesse. And then he says, I was going to say the clitora. The clitori. I mean the clarinet. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that guy. Mm -hmm. Mike said, the stock market. Okay. Uh, Joe Johnson said, drums. Mm-hmm. Angie said a guitar or piano. Mm, she'd be a pianist, huh? Mm. Jordan said the skin flute. Nice. You've never been serenaded until you've heard Bach's overture number 69 on my skin flute. Gross. Wow. Yeah, that's what Thanks. I said. Oh, Thanks, Jordan. Oh my. And then Joe, of course, chimes in and says, do you play your own skin flute? I think most That's guys do. Some flexibility. Di- well, you, you can play it with your hand. It. You're all gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DeAndre said sax. Oh, yeah, sax. Brett said guitar. Doesn't he play guitar or is he bass? Who? Um, Brett. Cause studio. Because Brett, like me, being a musician, realizes how much depth there is in the actual instrument that you play. Yes. And how he has not mastered it. And he knows that. That's what I thought. I'm like, yep. doesn't he play guitar? Okay. Same same as me. I mean okay. when you play when you play an instrument, you know you know whether you've mastered it or not. You can tell all the musicians in our life have chimed into this one question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> all right. Jim Roberts, the kazoo. <laughs> he never gives a real honest answer. My mom said the guitar. Mm-hmm. Ellen said piano. Mm-hmm. Kelly said drums. Paula said piano. Mm-hmm. Sarah said guitar. I always thought women who can play guitar were so cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Stephanie, our own Stephanie Modell, said mm-hmm. piano, love to sing and play like Gaga. Yeah, that would be pretty cool if she did that. Uh-huh. Let's see. I, I think we got one more from Carol Chapel. She said, "A guitar more transportable than a piano, which I would really prefer to master." See, now I wouldn't want to master the guitar. I just want to know how to play enough to write a song. Yeah, I don't want to be a master at it. I'm too lazy for that. But drums, because of all the years I've invested, I would want to. I would want to be a master at it. How do you know when you're a master at something? 
Ah, yeah. Well, I, don't you think you know? I mean, you just you just play you rock the shit out of the the well if you're speaking of the drums like you, we've seen some amazing artists i mean i do you ever reach does anybody ever reach mastery because even people who are masters mess up we're we're, we're prone to errors this is what i think this is what i think so in your own head who do you think is a master of drums I don't want to answer it that way. I want to think how I want to answer it this way. How would I know I was a master when I I'm fluently and fluidly play any, anything that gets thrown at me, anything you throw at me musically, I could play it on the drums mm. fluently and, and with ease, okay. like no, 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 uh, like, uh, Oh, where, ooh, where do I go there? Ooh, where do I put my kick drum? Oops. You know, it's just flow. You just sink right into it. Mm. You know, uh, Antonio says, as a drummer, I've always hated watching females play drums. In my opinion, most of them just don't rock hard enough. Just my opinion, his drummer opinion. Hmm. I've seen some that are good. The only one I can think of is Sheila E. Sheila E is pretty good. Yeah. Yep. But there's some really good ones though, but you're right. There's not, there's not a lot of great female drummers, but there's some, there's some, uh, there's some good ones. I know one, I forget her name. She's pretty damn good. Like really good. Um, I'd, I'd have to send it to him, but I'm not sure what her name is. Uh, and that's it for the question. The question of the podcast for next week, next Wednesday is who do you think is the most important person alive today? Mm. The most important person alive today. I know my answer already. That's interesting. Really? Yeah. Most wow. important person alive today. Yep. Wow. It's it's a no-brainer, honestly. Really? Yeah. Uh, the No-brainer for me, anyway. Uh, anyway, you can respond to the question on the Jason Mindy Facebook page or Low Tree Studios Facebook page or Mindy's Facebook page, and we will feature a response on next Wednesday's show. Of course, you can respond right here in the chat. That's right. Live on this show. Mindy, what? Are you sharing? I have nine strange car noises. I wish we had the noises. Me too. Well, you have some, but, uh, and what they could mean according to a mechanic, mm. your car is always giving you feedback, but are you really listening? Mm, here's it. Hang on. Exactly. There we go. I got some music for you, honey. Nice. Yeah, I should have mm -hmm. told you to get that one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you auto... Don't tell me I had it. <laughs> auto repair shop owner and licensed auto service technician Emily Chung uh, describes nine common car sounds and reveals what they could possibly mean. And the first one up is your car makes a humming noise when accelerating. While driving, you hear a low-pitched hum. As you accelerate, the noise gets louder. Maybe it sounds like an airplane taking off. But after a certain speed, the volume is consistent. When you make a turn, the noise gets louder. But if you turn the other way, it disappears. What? So try to imagine some of these sounds like okay. you're driving on the road and you hear the car next to you and you're like, like the other day we were next oh, to one. Oh boy, that thing sounded like, oof. It was bad. falling apart, right? Yeah. Okay, so what it could mean. This is most likely a wheel bearing noise. Oh. It's often mistaken as engine noise. And one way you can tell to watch your RPM gauge. 
as you accelerate the rpm and speed gauges rise coast at a set speed let off the gas mm. pedal and watch the rpm gauge drop if, yep. if the noise is still there it's definitely not from the engine smart that's right? smart i like it uh-huh uh-huh Next one, your car makes a droning noise. The droning noise doesn't change pitch or volume while turning, but it's louder as you accelerate. Mm. What it could mean. Trying. This noise may be coming from your tires. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Particularly if they're old or of poor quality. It could yep. mean also, uh, it could also be a sign that you have feathered tires, a term used to describe tires with treads that are wearing unevenly. Or tr I thought it it's not treads tires that have like feathers on them or that that have hit a bird no. or something like that no no bummer Okay. Your car makes high-pitched squealing noises. We've heard this. Mm -hmm. Do you hear a high-pitched squeal or perhaps even what uh, sounds like a bird chirping when you first start the engine? Mm. What could it mean? That's that's belts. That has to do with a drive belt or you a fan are belt. Right. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Thanks. Yes, your car's serpentine belt is likely worn or cracked. Some vehicles have multiple belts, including a separate one for your air conditioning. Yeah. So check your belts. Before. Mindy's got both. She's got air conditioning and a drive belt. Mm -hmm. Your car whines while you're making a turn. That's your power steering. <laughs> uh, let's see if you're right. Mm -hmm. What it could mean, Jason. You'll hear a high-pitched whine if your vehicle has hydraulic power steering. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you lock the steering wheel by turning it to the point at which it doesn't turn anymore. Okay. Yep. This strains the power steering pump, and if you hold this position for more than a few seconds, you risk damaging the pump. Mm. So maybe my pump's starting to go out. Maybe so. Hmm. Not a good sign. I need mm -mm. to check out how much those are. I need to put that away for a rainy but day. But you took it to the to the people. Yeah, they didn't say anything was wrong. Oh, nothing's wrong with it. Mm. Well, I mean, fine, we save money, but yeah. And hey, that's been a while now. Mm -hmm. All right, next one. Your car makes a clicking noise while turning. Click, 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 click. When you click, 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 click. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's your catalytic converter. Okay, let's see. When you turn one way, you hear a clicking noise. It's uh, uh, cyclical. Ah, anyway, so the noise speeds up as your wheels go faster or slows down if you're reducing your speed during the turn. The noise isn't necessarily there when you turn the other way. What it could mean, mm. this noise is likely coming from your CV axle. Oh, okay. Okay, CV yeah, axle. yeah. Uh-huh. I think I've had that. We've we've had to replace the truck and what's going on in the chat? I'm just reading it. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's going on. Um, yeah, I think we have had to do that. And the truck One of and our trucks. Uh, my car, I think. Yeah. Your car makes low pitched clunks and rattles. Ooh. That's transmission probably. I think it might be engine. Let's let's hear. Okay, so you may hear low pitched clunks or rattles as you drive, especially over bumps. What it could mean? Mm. These noises aren't usually. Uh, I'm having a tough time with this word. It's C Y C L I C A L. Cyclical. 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 <laughs> C Y C L. Uh huh. Spell the rest. C Y C L I C A L. Cyclical. <laughs> Anyway, that word. Sick lickle, Mindy. Sick lickle. 
Anyway, so you can rule out the wheel and tire system. There are numerous components in your suspension system, including ball joints, stabilizer mm. links, and coil springs. One thing's for sure, you have a suspension noise. Mm, I was wrong. Yeah. I thought it was like something going wrong with... The engine. The engine in the engine. Mm -hmm. Okay, your car makes uh, light grinding or squeaking noises. Hmm. I can't think of what that would sound like. I like grinding or squeaking whenever you brake is almost always because brakes. of poor or worn braking yeah, yeah, materials. Yeah, brakes. Okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's easy. Your car makes a rumbling noise. At idle, you hear a rumbling noise. As you accelerate, the noise gets louder and that's, pretty soon that's your exhaust. you can't even hear the radio or your passenger talking. It's an exhaust leak. Yes, it is your exhaust yeah. system. Uh -huh. Ooh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> All right. Your car sounds like an unbalanced washing machine. While, dri while driving, you hear a wobbling noise that's, like an unbalanced That's washing. timing. Your timing's off. Let's see what it could mean. If you hear this sound, pull over right away mm. and check your wheels and tires. Oh. You may have loosened wheel nuts. Dang it. None of this is engine at no, all. Oh, no. I was surprised. Ooh, that's that's scary. You don't want that sound. Yeah. And that's it. Wow. That was good, Mindy. I was, I was ready to guess some more. <laughs> I, none of it was engine, though. Nope. Nope. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. Well, that's that. Let's get in to fun facts. Uh oh, where is it? I shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> all trying to be professional mm -hmm. work out uh, all right fun facts there are over 89 million dogs where in the u.s in the u.s dang no. dang dang a ling nice the nordic food lab found that due to their similar protein composition and behavior when heated pig's blood can be used as an egg substitute in sweet dishes like pancakes and making ice cream. That's disgusting. <laughs> right? Uh, let's see. Belle's in the chat. She says, your passenger makes funny noises. Duct tape. What you doing? <laughs> what your, you doing, Belle? Your passenger. What are you doing to your passenger? <laughs> All right. My next fun fact. Every second, Americans collectively eat 100 pounds of... Bacon. <laughs> Bacon, I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> no, it's chocolate. Oh, yeah. yeah chocolate. That too. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to mispronounce this um, lighthouse, but it's the lighthouse Pradrangavati. You know what you have to do? This is what you have to learn to do. Just say it. Just say it because no one else knows. Pradrangavati. There you go. There you go. Nice. It's located in the West. Westman Islands, around six miles from shore. Ooh. So picture this. Mm -hmm. Built in 1939, it's one of the most isolated lighthouses in the world, and it's perched on top of a rock pillar with a helipad. Wow. That's cool. It's a really tall rock, and this lighthouse sits up on top. With a little um, helicopter pad. So, have, so the only way out there is to get out there by via Hel helicopter. Yeah. Or probably boat. But. Super tall. It's like, it wouldn't be, well, I don't know where Westman Islands is, but it looks like Ireland, you know? Mm -hmm. But anyway, 
I thought that was cool. Nice. And that's fun facts. Nice job, Mindy. <clears throat> All right. So a study shows people with wide mouths. What do you think people with wide mouths do uh, better? This automatically just sounds gross. Just wide. take a guess. What do you think people with wider mouths do better? Mm. Just guess some things. They speak better. They speak better. Okay. Uh, Wayne says impress, <laughs> impress men. men Okay Serena says sing mm. Antonio says they stay quiet more <laughs> Any other guesses? Um, they can eat a lot of food They can eat a lot of food Yeah A study shows people with wide mouths Are perceived by others to be better leaders Than people with narrow mouths and also perform better on real-world tests of leadership, effectiveness in business and politics. Mm. Shut your face, big mouth. Mm. All right. Speaking not, not of... Not at all what we thought. Not, not what you thought at all, but good guesses nonetheless. Uh, speaking of mouths and body parts, these are the body parts men think women don't notice. Can you think of some that people don't notice like like the body parts you pay attention to on a man that you think we don't think you're paying attention to okay um how about your legs legs let's find out not on there mm. it's one two three four five six seven things body parts so you pay attention to it and you're like he doesn't know that I'm paying attention to that and it's not going well. Diane said or it's shoes, going well. but you said body parts. Yeah, right? body parts. Body parts. So the feet then, if she says shoes. Okay, feet. It's on there. Oh, it is on there. Feet. Yeah, we do look at the feet. Yeah. So you, you got some nasty looking feet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you're not you're mm -hmm. not you're not getting far. Foot fungus, athlete's foot, uh, overgrown toenails, and general foot odor are a real problem turn off and they are the first thing she'll observe when you take off your shoes mm. your shoes let's see uh I'm wayne gonna, says what'd you say I, well i was gonna go with diane's I, again fingernails mm -hmm, mm, that's a good one and and hands okay we'll go with the hands too because it's all connected all really really good uh let's go with the first one wayne was first he said ears Ooh, ears okay. is on their ears and nose yeah she probably waxes, bleaches, and does whatever it takes to get rid of her unwanted hair. Yes. Shouldn't you do the same? This is regards to hair. Get rid yes. of the the hair. I, you know, we know somebody that has hair that just grows wild out of their ears. Yes. I don't know what you do about that. I, I you know, I can't imagine ripping hair out of your ear, but. You got to be able to get in there and trim somehow it. and trim it. Yeah, I mean, trim I probably down. would try to wax it, maybe a little bit. Oof. Just rip it out. Oof. No pain, no gain, man. All right. So so folks have said hands. Uh Antonio said calves, fingernails. Nails is on there. The state of your nails tells her a lot about your general cleanliness and hygiene. So don't get your grubby finger don't let your grubby fingernails give you away. Yeah. Even like 
people that do dirty work, you got to figure out a way to get that clean. Wear gloves. That's that's what you do. Yeah. Just wear gloves to keep your hands a little because, cleaner. And and one of the, and it may, may be TMI. It's probably TMI. Knowing but knowing you know you, those, those fingers are going other places. You can like I don't want those dirty nasty fingers going Oh, it, in my JJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I hear you. You did go too far. Um <laughs> <laughs> There's some really good ones you're missing here, y'all. Really, really, really good ones. Um I'll start with this one. Teeth. That's number Ooh. one. A bright smile will win her over every time. So teeth that are stained yellow or show visible signs of plaque are sure to send her in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, let's see. Antonio says eyes, but we think, I think that that's one of the ones where we think that you're probably paying attention. Yeah, to yeah that. we're paying attention to the face, but just North of the eyes. Or the eyebrows. Mm, yeah, wiry, unkept <laughs> eyebrows are just unsightly. Yeah. Fix them. Fix them. Well, eyebrows. She probably doesn't expect you to have finely shaped eyebrows like hers, but a unibrow certainly isn't so hot either. You don't have a unibrow anymore. Uh, Maybe because I plucked the crap out of it. You don't pluck anything, I trim it. Get <laughs> off my junk. <laughs> You used to, and I'm like, let me get to that because that it just can't grow together. It's my hate, my it's blonde hair. Doesn't how can it be a unibrow? <laughs> All right, skin, mm. skin. Yes, I do love Shit's Creek. Mm. Yeah, what do you t- just out of nowhere? I didn't talk about Shit's well, Creek. Well, Bell, Bell says, Mindy, you love Shit's Creek. Yes, I yes, do. Yes, we do. Love Absolutely. It. So, reference the chat when you're just shouting. We have Tourette's. Uh, skin. No woman can resist touching soft skin. Yeah. Soft if your skin is skin. like leather or like, like say you're like in bed and you rub on your gown and it, you just like rubbed off half her skin. Did you say gal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. When you rub on your gal. <laughs> What are you, Gladys? <laughs> no. Your girlfriend. <laughs> when you rub on your gal. Whatever. That's great. Yeah, true. Good point. Uh, and then the last thing. Yeah. Your back. Oh, Lord. Your back. Take your, care of it. Your back has the potential to be one of your sexiest body parts, but not if it's ripped. Uh, ridden with pimples, dry dry skin, and too much hair. Come on now. Go to the dermatologist. Uh, Antonio was going to say back, but you didn't, bro. (laughs) You didn't. All right, let's get into the water cooler question. 5% of dog owners say they do what for their canine companion? One more time. Oh, my God. Sorry. Whoa. I said sorry because I was reading the (laughs) chat. Uh, 5% of dog owners say they do not. They do what for the their canine companion? They do what for them? Um, geez, so much. (laughs) Geez, 
uh, so much. But usually <laughs> these are like a rare thing. Like it's something that, that it's only 5%, Mindy. Clean their teeth? <laughs> it is, in fact. Clean, clean their, their teeth. teeth. Nice. Nice job. <laughs> Antonio got it too. Yeah. All right. That is the uh, music for the question. It's like the deep, deep thought of the Yes, podcast. this is the deep thought. All right. So do you believe that everyone deserves forgiveness? Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. Yeah. And I I have a hard time with forgiveness. But, you know, reading some, some of this um, helped me understand what forgiveness actually is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I really, okay. So Don't I'm, reveal it yet. Well, no, I'm going to answer it from what my original answer was. And then this changed your perspective. It did. I, I, what I want to... <clears throat> what I think is going to be interesting in this, and I'm 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 going to throw a prediction out there. Okay, <clears throat> it's probably something that I've said, probably over and over. And we had a podcast on the difference between us where we talked about this, and it's something that I said. But ironically, it took reading it from somebody else for it. Well, hit. I really like the way this person put it. Oh, I guess. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> What was your original reaction going to be? My original reaction is no. I, I, I have a hard time with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the type of person that, you know, screw me once, screw me twice, screw me three times, you're done. You're a whore, you're, truthfully. <laughs> you're done. And I, I don't even know if twice even gets through. So forgiveness for me, like if you've really hurt me in a way that I mean, it's still, it's still that, so even, okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, okay, so my, Pull, reel it in, my original answer is no. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness was not something that I do easily. I don't think it's something that anybody does easily. No. But is there value in forgiveness and should everybody be forgiven? Yes, because forgiveness is not necessarily about the other person. It's about you. Forgiveness is yes. about you, yes. not the other person. But I, I didn't get so, that. Yeah, I know. Even though I've said it, <laughs> it, this goes to show you don't listen to your partner until somebody else says it. And you're like, guess what I heard? And you're like, I've been saying that. Well, well, sometimes it takes somebody to to say it in a way that it clicks for you. Okay. Well, doesn't matter how it clicks. I'm glad it's clicked. The point is, is that <laughs> forgiveness isn't about the other person. See, we think we think we have to hold on to this grudge so that they can forever feel guilty for the thing that they do. But what happens is, ever heard that phrase? Yes, I'm gonna actually uh, say it in a quote. When, I'm gonna say it right now. Well, maybe I didn't choose when, that one. When you, because... you you're you're taking poison and waiting for the other person to get sick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's not how you do that. Yeah. So forgiveness is releasing it from you. It has nothing to do with the other person. It's releasing that that thing you're holding on to. Yeah, and I never could understand yeah. how you could release something like that. Right. Because, you know, sometimes when you're hurt that deeply, like, I don't know how you get rid of that hurt. Well, see, and I think the when, other... Th- when, especially when you see that person. 
every day. Well, I think that's the other thing that people think you have to, you have to do with forgiveness. You don't have to necessarily, because you forgive doesn't mean you have to let people back into your life. I mean, right, and you I didn't can get forgive them and go, I forgive you. That doesn't mean we're homies, you know, right. uh, depending on what they did, of course. Um, you know, you, you can forgive somebody and, 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 and then you can, you don't have to let them back in though. Right. It depends on what it well, is. Well, like of you course. said, it's, it's a way of saying, I forgive you so I can let it go. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with them. It doesn't. And you don't have to let them back in. Uh, you can be friendly with them, but you don't have to let them back into your life. So before I read some, some stuff, uh, Antonio says, no, but it depends on their level and style of malice. Some people are intentionally and some people uh, don't even realize the shitty things they do. It's true. Which is uh, true. I, I yeah. agree. And you can gauge that. Somebody does it on purpose. Uh, you can still forgive them. And that's one of those, I think, cases where you, you just don't let them back. You don't, you don't let yourself get hurt by them again. Mm-hmm. Forgiving somebody doesn't mean you let them back in so you can be hurt again. See, and I always thought it meant that. No. Like you allow them back into your space. No, you don't. You you allow yourself back into the space that they were occupying in your own head. Right, right. Uh, Wayne says, I feel everybody deserves a chance to try to redeem themselves. Yeah. And uh, Verbase. Sava said 100, 100%, 100% right. Yep, yep, yep. Well, let's read what you got to read. So, uh, you know, I take little things and then I have five reasons we all deserve forgiveness. But the first one that I liked, it says no one deserves forgiveness. Um, this was like, the you know, does everyone deserve forgiveness? This says when you forgive someone, you don't do it because they deserve it. If they deserve it, there would be nothing to forgive. Which is kind of cool. Some oh, that's interesting. That's a, that's pretty deep. Yeah, it it took me a minute to like s- sit there and think about that. Um, and then there are five reasons we all deserve forgiveness. To forgive is somehow associated with saying that it is all right, that we accept the evil deep, which is kind of how I thought. Diane wants you to say that first part again. That thing that was a little bit deep there. Oh, okay. Sorry. So when. You forgive someone, you don't do it because they deserve it. If they deserve it, there would be nothing to forgive. Right. Right. Does that does that make sense to everybody that land? Uh, uh, so it, if they deserve forgiveness, then there would be nothing to forgive. Meaning they would never have done anything from the beginning. There'd be nothing to forgive. Um, so, so back to the original thing is you are forgiving for yourself. Yes. Not, not forgiving for them. And it depends on what it is, of course, too. So let's, you can move on with the next. Okay. So I'll I'll go back to forgive is somehow associated with saying that it's all right Mm -hmm. and that we accept the evil deed, which is how I thought, but this is not forgiveness. Forgiveness means that you fill yourself with love and you radiate that love outward and refuse to hang on to the venom or the hatred that has um, kind of like, you know, surrounded your behaviors. In that situation, in yes, that person. and caused the yeah. wounds. Yeah. So um, let me go down. Let's see. There was, it's quite a few things, but I just kind of want to touch on how you can kind of do some things too. 
five reasons we all deserve forgiveness. So forgiving allows uh, the other person to work on themselves. Agree. Have you ever been forgiven? You know, I probably have. I just haven't really you ju- much. You're just perfect, though. That's well, no, I'm, I'm making you know, a I'm joke. Like the first thought, thought that comes, I'm sure my mother's forgiven me many times. I mean, I've forgiven you. Oh, and it's I, not like you haven't absolutely. done some shit to me. Absolutely. Uh, I've forgiven you. And what forgiveness does is, is not only creates room for you to heal, but the other person. I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be multiple people. Yeah. Of course. You know, it's, it's so much that we just don't think of it. Mm-hmm. We stop thinking about it. Yep. Which is kind of weird in a way when you put it that way. Just now. I think that creating room for forgiveness in your life is a huge thing. Not only for yourself, but for other people. Yeah. And then if we show others compassion, we learn how to develop it for ourselves. Yep. Which obviously I'm still doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then forgiveness helps everybody involved move on which I need that. Uh, I agree. And when we know better, we do better. I love that saying. That's a Maya Angelou saying. Yep. And without forgiveness, we don't grow spiritually. All right. So me, I've, 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 in my life, I've probably hurt a lot of people's feelings. I know a lot of people have, but you know, I I came from a place where I was angry and I would, you know, would lash out and, uh, you know, I had to really learn those lessons and I've had some really great mentors along the way. Um, one of those mentors is, is, uh, my friend and former boss and your current boss, Boogie Triggs. And he imparted some really great wisdom on me that, that for, for some crazy reason I I used just today, just today I used it Mm. in a meeting. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with some stuff and there's one guy who's asking some questions to, to me in the, in our group. And we're, we've got this thing we're trying to help him get done. And Jesus, phone's ringing. Uh, I'm going to decline that. Thank you, Mindy. Um, So he comes a little hard in the paint at me on this thing. He wants to have an answer. And he's saying that there should be an action made from this thing. And we're in a meeting with more than just him and I. There's not very many more people, but we're in a meeting. So it started to get a little warm and I could feel it. And I said, let's take this offline. We'll talk about this after the meeting. And then he still came at it a little bit. Like, I, I what, so what are we going to do? Are we going to do an action? Are you going to create an action out of this? What's going on? And I said, well, well you and I will talk after this meeting. We'll, ha- we'll hash it out. We'll have the discussion after the meeting. It was coming to an end anyway. Mm-hmm. So I said, and that, that that's the meeting. That's the end. And I said goodbye to everybody. Then I called him right away and we hashed it out. We worked it out. And then he came down later, about 10 minutes later. He's like, man, can we talk for a minute? And I was like, yeah. He's like, hey, thanks for doing that. Thanks for taking it off out of the meeting, you know, and, and, and having a conversation right then and there. And he apologized to me. And I was like, dude, you don't have to apologize. It's cool. We're under the same pressure. I get it. I created room for him to be okay in that moment. Mm-hmm. I didn't take offense to it. I mean, I was a little bit like, whoa, you know, I mean, and, cause he's a nice guy. I was just like, whoa. And, but I get it. See, and that's the thing that what forgiveness does is if you can, if you can have some sort of understanding of what someone else is going through, there's no reason for him to forgive me for me to forgive him for that. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I get it. We're under the same pressure that everybody else is. You know what I'm saying? Um, but back and, to, and nobody really wants to have their business really displayed in front of Everybody, which is one of the things that's what Boogie taught me because he's like, Hey man, if you're ever having that kind of moment, cause I had one of those moments before with one of the folks who God rest his soul died of COVID one of the former managers in my former group. And we were arguing in front of people 
and and Boogie was like, you should have said, let's take this outside before it got to that level. And I learned that. Um, but back to the point of forgiveness, that's what forgiveness does. It allows him to have a bad moment and be okay. Yeah. We all have bad moments. We're going to have bad moments. And I want to be able to be forgiven when I do have one. So I'm going to do that same thing for someone else. And for me, I need to learn how to forgive for me. Yeah. Forgive. Forgive and forgive. Not forget. No, it's different. I said forgive and forget, but don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So because I chose that, uh, my quote in the inspirational word I chose is holding grudges. Mm -hmm. So holding a grudge is letting someone live rent free in your head. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And the heaviest thing. Hang on a second. Oh, did Diane, you called. Do you want to call back? She was calling. I noticed that she called unless she made a mistake. (laughs) Well, if she did, she can call. All right. Well, the second one is the heaviest thing to carry is a grudge yes for sure yeah she said it was an accident accident. okay (laughs) i almost answered that would have been fun yeah and the last one i'm gonna leave you with today is stop holding grudges Mm -hmm. don't live your life with hate in your heart you will end up hurting yourself more than the people you hate forgiveness is not saying what you did to me is okay it is saying i am not going to let you let what you did to me ruin my happiness forever. Forgiveness is the answer. Let go, find peace, liberate yourself. And remember, forgiveness is not just for other people. It's for you too. If you must forgive yourself, move on and try to be better next time. Thank you, Mindy. And that concludes our show. We hope you had a good time. Uh, If you'd like to listen to us again, you can do so on CastBox every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, check out our website, lowtreestudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. I think I have a little link here, too, on CastBox. I don't know if you can click the link. And I also want to say Bitches Whining will be back on next week at, I believe, 6.30 p.m. live. If you'd like to join us for that. Yes, indeed. They missed this week. Just a busy week. Well, we got back and it was very short. Neither one of us was prepared for a show. Totally get it. We'll be back on though next week. Yes. And as will the difference between us, uh, we'll be live next week at 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays. We do that every other week. We do record two in one night though, so... We release weekly on Saturdays, so check your favorite podcatcher for the difference between us. Uh, And uh, enjoy your evening, everyone. Thank you for listening to our show, where we like to feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, because it can be a grind, that's for sure. Bell says, I do... uh, What's that? What? No? Nope. I, I don't know what she, yeah. she says. I do. Thanks to you. Sorry. I have to explain my jokes. I go way back on some comments. That's all good. We, we forgive you. Right. Forgiveness. Forgive. It's all about forgiveness. This podcast. <laughs> anyway, love you guys. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.